Daddy, you're a naughty boy. These days, fatherhood is everywhere. You can't get away from it. Not the blokes haven't tried. If you're not a father, you've got a father. You're a son of a dad or a daughter of a bloke. But either way, being a dad is no picnic. The fear, the anger, the confusion and, well, the love, of course. (laughs) Derek Myers and Dan Lee, together with their special guests, are here to share the highs and lows, the joys and the agony of being a modern dad. But most of all, to let you know that you're not alone. Well, there it is, there. Oh, my God, who are those screeching children? That's one of my rascals. <laughs> we made it across. We're across to our new show. We've done it. I'm and so how, stoked. How the fuck do we live up to that jingle? Is I, it a jingle? No, it's a theme song. Am I? Am I why am I so nervous, <laughs> I Dan? So am I. We've done thousands of episodes. To, <laughs> we've played Wembley. We've done it all. Why, why am I shitting myself? Well, that was a classic Derek hyperbole there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we talk Bigger about than, soccer? No. No. Hey, no the intro, what do you think of our new intro, folks? It's pretty wow. good. I, yeah, I, seriously, it made me go, oh, God, that, that's we've got to live up to that. We've got to try to – but then we've got to be very careful here not to take ourselves too seriously or try too hard. Well, that ah um, stuff, to me, that really l- l- unleashes mm. the tension. Yes. Surely. I hope so. <laughs> unless, that's, unless that's the exact sound of, you know, yeah. a courtroom in uh, Moscow or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, welcome we everybody. Yeah, Hang this on is to it. your hat is what we're called. Hang on to your fucking hat. Yeah, we probably need to shout that at the, at the end of our theme song. Yeah, I think so. Hang on to your hat, which, of course, is the advice Derek gave me uh, and the impending birth of my second child. I said, Derek... What the fuck do I do? There's another one coming. And he said, hang on to your hat. Yeah, shout out. advice given to him. Definitely. Shout out to my old mate, Matt McBride, who when I asked him, I said, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. (laughs) Uh, What do I do? Give me one piece of good advice. I'm having a baby. Yeah. And he said, hang on to your hat. And it's really the only- stuck with me. It's the only advice you can give with, with confidence yeah, because anything else is like is sort of speculation, and who knows, and it might not work. But hang on, your hat. Hey, yeah, it's better than you run for your life, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> run for your life, oh, Jesus! I tell you what, two babies makes you want to run for your life. You know, like <laughs> that we, as we discussed on our bridging episode yeah. a bit. But wow, we need to get we need to get else. a three baby mm. um, in our pro- extensive production meeting just a minute ago. Yeah, we. We we come up with a philosophy for the new series, the new mm. style, and that is to get advice from people that are doing it harder than us yeah. or have been through more than us or historically uh, further on in the process and try and help somehow get <laughs> advice, not give, <laughs> but get, you know, it, 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 what do you call it? Well, I think we're, we're mine advice from others to yeah, help, and, and we're at people. least committed to to helping people to not feel so alone. Whether or not we're of any use to people in parenting techniques, I yeah. don't know. But we can at least go, holy shit! It, this is it's it's a difficult thing. It's the hardest thing yeah. you'll ever do, and and you know it, it brings up all your all your you know all your weaknesses. Your, you look your at, personality defects come yeah. straight to the surface when you, especially when you got two kids. What the fuck do people do when they've got three kids? What the f- Absolute. How do, how I do can't you, wait to get a three kidder in here. Yeah, Dan, I know. I want to know. That, then you'll have that you horrible thing mental? when you when you're, you know, when you got a t- the terrible flu. Yeah. 
and then you, you and then you've got to sit with someone who's much much sicker than that, <laughs> and it's really annoying because you can't even complain about oh, your flu. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. I got a bit of a sniffle. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Complaining about your cold in the cancer ward. Exactly, no, it's not uh, looked at very uh, empathetically. And if so, you've gone in there with a cold, you're a bit of a yeah, an that's asshole. true. Yeah. Um, and Format. so the, there's Let's a, go. there's a lot of there's a lot of people who like my wife is 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 one of the third third child accidents you know like people yep, have two yep. kids close together yeah. then there's a third ten years later because they were not paying attention oh. and they go holy fuck how did that happen but that, I was too old for this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the same burn as three. Like doing two, but oh, having true. three. That's true because that's the, a different kind of burn. The first got to hurt. That, bring up they're the, just like us. Yeah. Let's face it. When you're, yeah. let's do the maths. The traditional people going, oh, your poor thing. You accidentally had a baby <laughs> when you were forty, <laughs> right? And that spoiled everything because yeah. you were going to retire and go to the Bahamas. I nearly got rid of these ones. Exactly, but that's like same shit. Being old and tired. That's what we're doing. Being old and tired is a problem. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big problem. Yeah. But I wonder if I was three in a row. Like, it fucks you. Like <laughs> of all the three in, in a, a row, row people that I've spoken to, they go Pff, two. You know how you see that in, in, a, in a parenting book, Joanna from Sunbury, in brackets, mother of three under five or something. Yeah, yeah. they're they're terrifying words. Mother of three under five, and you go, yeah. oh my god, like no relationship. Like you basically don't have a sex life. You, I mean, you know, that any kind of intimacy between you, you and your partner is pretty much well, obviously is impossible. Every time she goes anywhere near the partner, she gets yeah. pregnant by the sound. Gets of it. pregnant, and also you've got these little things sucking on you constantly. Oh, you God. know, and and so the last thing you want to be is touched by your husband, oh, presumably. God, yeah, no, it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. But so but, Derek, but <clears throat> guess what, everyone? Mm. The new format. Guests. Guests. We're guests. Gonna have we're going to have guests. We're having guests. We've got guests. We've got guests. And by golly, are they insightful and uh, and disturbed and intriguing and funny? Yes. And later on today, we have... Scott Edgar, who you might know from Tripod, the, the musical comedy duo, uh, who's also an illustrator and, and uh, has done all sorts of stuff. He's also a father of one. An amazing inspiration. Enjoyed yeah, yeah. chatting with him. We'll yeah, get to yeah. that later. So great. That was good yeah. fun. So we'll be playing that shortly. Yep. In the meantime, Derek. Here's, I've got a, an idea for a segment. Right. But we're going to pretend that it's not a segment because that's daggy, mm. apparently. It's a but, way of, of legitimising us bitching and moaning for a few moments well, we've before got to, the main interview. Yeah, and I've got, to try, we've got to try and reel in just us sitting for an hour and a half talking about ourselves. Yeah. And, and, and it's sort the only of time I get focus to talk about myself. <laughs> focus it down. But uh, I want. That's not true, actually. Sorry. Every week, every episode, Danny and I will will stump up with our moments that we think were moments of great parenting that we've done. That we've done. <laughs> the not great observed, fathering no, moment. Great fathering moment. I haven't got one. Have you got one for this week? <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Have you noticed the great fathering moment is usually followed really quickly by the worst fathering oh, yeah, moment? Well, that's it. Because you get cocky. You're like, I'm a fucking genius. Look at me. I know how to bring up children. Yeah. We should have 10. And then You idiot. Whack. I'll do another one. <laughs> yeah. and, hell. and then you're slapped back to reality. Exactly. By, yeah. Put Go down. On. What so, about you, Derek? So that's it. So have you I, had a I think, we'll, we'll, yeah, I, look, I, I've had a moment. I think I'm a great father this week. Mm. Um, you're right. When you're thinking about your great fathering moment, uh, 
you you think of ten really bad ones as you run, <laughs> as you're running through the history of the last week. Yeah, it's like reviews. But I'm wondering whether knowing that I have to talk about a great fathering moment. I know it's going to sound shallow, but maybe during the week, maybe I'll do some more good ones because I'll be wanting some content, right? Some so positive content. Some positive so I was like, content. Oh, I've got to, I've got to somehow come up with something. So you're harness- maybe I'll do something good. Harnessing your narcissism <laughs> to be decent to your children. Yes, I want. I want my customers to like me. My customers, my <laughs> listeners, to like me. So therefore. Yeah. All right, I will do oh, something. All right, I'll cool. bloody pay attention to the child for a second. But father of the year. Get out of the basement. Come and talk to me. I had to – I hosted an, uh, a bunch of 11-year-olds in here in this very studio mm. recording a podcast. <laughs> wow. oh. Well, it, What are the, the chief concerns of, of um, 11-year-olds these days? Well, identity. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, internet safety. All sorts of things. Wow. That's number one. You've cool. got to contact the parents and go, uh, we call first names, no addresses, no uh, yeah. no saying the name of the school, all this kind of stuff. Mm. Just, I mean, whether or not that needs to be kept <clears throat> super safe or not for an audio thing, Yeah, um, I don't quite know much how the bad internet works, but I imagine that voices aren't something that people – Used to choose their victims. I don't know. I don't know. Right? The victim choosing. But I'd rather just a- know identification, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. So, sure. So there's that. But but I, I got him in here, and it was it was always going to be a bit of a, a shit fight. And I, yeah. I was up till midnight last night editing it. Really? Um, and it, it was all right. It's amazing was this the what they of, come up with. This was a birthday activity. This the was birthday part of a, activity. So they can then keep like a, they shot okay. the shit out of each other in the park. With laser tag, uh, right. uh, baby Tom got the laser tag set, yeah. right? and then Fiona's a big birthday baby, my wife, and right. she's gone back to Kmart to get another two guns because she reckons it would enhance the experience. Wow. <laughs> so there were six. Oh, you so, don't have to go to a place anymore. No, you can just you, you can buy the equipment and do it. Yourself. You can't. Kmart have got them. Oh wow! Right, so it's right. thirty nine dollars for a pair of these things. Uh, thank you, Kmart, for sending the. Uh, that gift back to our show. <laughs> yes, this is a casual comment <laughs> uh, without cash. Do you know I? Why do they call it laser tag and not just blow the bastard up? Well, because they're trying to appeal PC. to all the PC, PC thing, parents. Aren't they? If it's yeah. laser tag, it's okay. It's not a military exercise. It's pretty amazing doing it in like the kids running around, you know, hiding behind trees, pew pew pew, you know, classic yeah stuff, and doing it. In a Northgate Park, right? The Northgate Park, like all nations, and yeah. just the the kind of judgments and stuff that yeah. every fifth dad would stop and go, "Where do you get those?" Yeah, <laughs> and you go, yeah, right. Try right. stopping kids from having guns. They don't look like. Well, it's it is tag, like it literally is. If those yeah. if those uh, laser beams weren't in a pistol type thing and they were more like a Star Trek phase. They look like something from Star yeah. Wars, so yeah, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Anyway, so I hosted that and they ran around like, you know. The good thing is that it sort of cuts down the bickering mm. because – but I know it's part of their development, the trying to work out the rules, like kids playing together at that yeah. age. They're always working out rules. Like, it's like fucking the high court. And that's why you've got to try and kind of let them sort it out as much as possible, Exactly. This takes a bit of that out of there because 
the thing detects whether you've been shot. You don't have to admit right. it. No, you right, just... But they still fucking cheat. Yeah. I saw them behind a tree um, yeah. turning it off and on again to reset their all their injuries and stuff. And like, I saw them all. They were all doing it. <laughs> and then they run up holding their hand over the target bit, the electric yeah. target. Yeah. But it's like, all right. But then how they... Once again, they, how they sort out the cheating is what counts. Anyway, they played laser tag, had a sleepover, everything was crazy, tired and sugared up, and then they came in here in the morning mm. to do their – Tom does a, a, a fortnight podcast every weekend where he, he really just stooges me into letting right. him play Fortnite oh, right. on the big computer here at the studio. He legitimises his fortnight playing by having a podcast to yes. go with it. You know. Yeah, and I legitimise that because I'm so proud of him to be able to think – Mm. So clearly and evilly, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. oh, Dad's obsessed with podcasts. Is all he thinks about. Why don't we? Uh, yes. Hey, you I'll know, why don't I just side. milk it? Yeah, that's, that's it's perfect. So cl- I'm so that's, proud. It's uh, just just hope it doesn't turn into what I was doing, which was legitimizing my drinking by doing stand up comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I can get shit faced and do terrible things, and uh, well, when I say terrible, it's material I mean gathering, degrading personally degrading things and then yes and write it off as as gathering material and present it to the public once a week yeah so he does that every week but for his birthday his mates came in and that was very interesting dealing with a bunch of kids that aren't yours because you see you get to see the the different talents and the different ethical positions Mm. and they're all pretty close now did they all say did they all say please and thank you to your standard of were you because no, I don't even hear that. Shit you don't anymore. care. No. Like my my brother reckons that the, that everything comes back to please and thank you. Like you can tell a lot about a kid and their parenting by where that. Like if a kid just comes up and he goes, "I'm hungry, give us it," you know, it, it tends to be my back goes straight up. And I go, right, and oh, and it tends to. Well, how's that my problem, pal? And that's what I say. Right, and it tends to follow that their behaviour will be mm. will match that. Mm. But when kids come up and say, "Excuse me, Derek, I, I wonder if I could have something to eat," um. You know, you're like, fantastic. And, and it's amazing what you can get. I try to explain this to Sammy. If you say please and thank you to people, it seems like a small thing, but people, mm. especially when you're a child, yeah. when you're an adult, it's like you don't have the cute factor. Yeah. So a kid being polite, you will get whatever you fucking want from yeah. people. Like they'll give you free food and discounts and whatever. So it's really worth it. And it's interesting trying to get into their heads the 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 – the deeper repercussions of stuff, like you're saying, please and thank you, get you a long way. Yeah. Not because people think, well, that's nice. I've got a set of rules and I only give food to people who say right. please. Yeah. It's it's deeper than that. And yeah. I, I, I'm like that with swearing now. Like the kids are both experimenting. Yeah. You know, if they hear one of us <laughs> swearing or something, they'll go, oh, blah, 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 and they'll say it a few times and that. And you know they, oh, sometimes they, Tommy will go, oh, I just, oh, oh, I want to swear. I'm so angry with that guy. And I go, oh, I said, mate, look, if you, here's, here's how it works. You start swearing, you swear all the time, you get so used to it, you don't know whether you're swearing in the right place or the right time, right? It's like heroin, like isn't it? Like me, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then you swear, and then other parents hear you swear, or kids swear and go, oh, well, Tom was doing it. Uh, he taught me that word or whatever. Mm. And it it deeply affects your social enjoyment because you, they just the parents just won't invite you to parties. Yeah, so but they, you have they to, might but take he, they might he, take a party to Luna Park. They go, I'm not taking that horrible little sweary kid. 
Right. Yeah, but but the reality is, any kid with any, you know, like he's going to know when not to. You know, you don't barrel into your mate's family's house and go, "Oi, fuckhead, get us a get us a drink." No, I know, but kids dob and and oh, you yeah, know, true. it's just like, well, just true, tone true. it down and uh, make sure. And it's the advice I give my wife. <laughs> We're going out to a whatever you'd, a wedding. You tell your it. wife to not swear. It's so no, much. no, but it's like now, darling, please don't call the bro- the groom. A- Twat again. No, it's the drink, it's the booze thing. It's like, oh. it's like, make sure there are two people acting stupider than you <laughs> and don't befriend them because <laughs> yeah. it all goes wrong because they act together, right? And, and pitch, I started and, using and, that on the kids. At kid, they'd go to a kid's party mm. and you know they're going to be sugared out of their brains and acting like yeah. dickheads. And I've actually said to my daughter, right, Clover, when you're at the party and everyone's being crazy, I, I want you to look around and make sure there's two naughty kids in yeah. you and then within, so, within that you can do whatever you want. So pitch your obnoxiousness at the third rung from yes, the top. Always like, don't the don't third. be the top rung Let, you can't be the, And second's no good because <laughs> the top one will cling to you. And, you, and you'll cling to them and you'll be the team and it'll be worse. Yeah, so it's not about learning to be polite and generous. It's about better masking of your demonic sugar High intent. Exactly. Yeah. Now, we've got to move along. Yeah, we do. Uh, so so here's a, I'm just going to play a little snippet of the, what the, the boys produced in their podcast. Yes. It was pretty oh. funny. And you've got all the I parental. I might even put an outtake uh, in there. The, you've got the parental, um, yeah. what do you call it? Consent. Permission. Consent. I, I do. Hi, and welcome to Tom's Fortnite Podcast. Today we'll be looking at the week four challenges of season eight. It's going to be very surprising today. A lot of noobs, but a lot of good people too. Yeah, you guessed it. There's a few more guests in the studio today. Today we've got Alio, Philip and Luca in the studio. We're going to have a chat with them about their Fortnite experience then put them to the test on the Predator. All right, so there's that's that. So Dan, that's how awesome I've been as a father. What about you? Yeah, not so good actually. Though the last couple of days have been okay. I mean, anyone who's listened to that 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 last episode we did of um, what now and bridging episode into this will know that I was having some trouble with my anger. That having the something happened after the second kid where, and I think it's because she's screaming and that makes him behave badly. Yeah. Uh, so he's starting to realise that she's impairing his 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 sort of main uh, main characterness, yeah. you know, his central sort of yeah. place in the family, and we're t- constantly telling him to shut up. Mm. Uh, so you know, be quiet. We've just got her to sleep. Yeah. And so then, when she's screaming and he's dismantling the wardrobe, I I, I just I go from zero to a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And I. You know, so I've done a lot of examining my own upbringing as a result of this. The kind of, I don't know, it's it's been a bit of a whirlwind, and I've as a result, I've I'm able to keep it together a bit better now. But last week I had my sort of adult meltdown yeah. when um, I was left with both of them because Missy had a had a show somewhere. She had mm. to go. No, she went to Sydney. She went to a wedding, right? So I was left with the two of them, and it just—it all just kind of perfect stormed. Oh God! <clears throat> and I was doing that thing. You got to be very careful of the the narrative you tell yourself because you start thinking along those lines of 
these two are just going to be terrible forever and I'm, I'm going to be stuck like this and I'm never... You start catastrophizing. Yeah. And this is another thing I have to be careful of as a parent in terms of my relationship is that, that I don't just... Because we have a very honest relationship, uh, we, we share how we feel and all that sort of stuff, but there's a danger, especially when you're a misanthrope like me who just does podcasts for social interaction. Yeah. You, 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 and you don't have other people to spread your kind of... Yeah angst out on you, you tend to unload it all on your partner and yeah, yeah. and she gets a bit freaked out that I'm so I'm going, I don't know if I can do this. I might have to. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Well, I'm not saying I'm going to run away, but but it can make the whole family a bit insecure when mm-hmm. I don't keep my shit under control. So managing my own. Um, and is that your job as a father? Like is that yeah. the, the traditional father thing to be well, this and we were talk- and, and But, you know, we were talking about that too and I feel like I kind of need – and this comes down to maleness too. There's this interesting stuff about being brought up with a sense of masculinity being yeah. kind of all a bit toxic and, and, and a shame at yeah. my maleness and my masculinity and my sexuality. Um, and and but, but, but taking on this role of, of protector a little bit helps you to just not burden everyone with your kind of like as soon as you think it you say it stuff like we've been encouraged yeah, at least yeah. my generation of men have been encouraged to express themselves yeah. and some of them like me have taken that on board wholeheartedly and perhaps express themselves a little bit too much um so so uh you just got to watch you don't want to frighten people you don't want to frighten people yeah. i'm 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 the pa- a parent i'm one of two yeah. parents yeah. my job as both of our jobs is to try and keep the ship a bit steady yeah um so that's been a big learning thing too, that not just losing my – as soon as I just lose my shit, then it makes it all worse. Yeah, yeah. And he knows that. So I did – he, he's I, – I, I, I got a bit angry with him because he wasn't going to sleep or, or he was – he's singing out in his room and waking her up. So yeah, he's yeah. got this loop going oh, on and I oh, go in there and I go – I remember it. And I go, listen, right? Yeah. I don't want to get angry and because I've been admitting to him that on advice from people just – Say, look, I'm try. It's not right for me to get angry. Yeah, yeah. Anger is a natural thing to have, but we need to try to manage it in a yeah. blah blah blah. Right. So I go and I go. Right. I cannot have you doing that. It's yeah. just me. Uh, if she wakes up, I have to deal with that, and then I can't spend time with you. And so he he goes, but I, but I love you, Daddy. Oh, things like that, right? And I go, that's yes, not fair. I, I that's know. And dirty. I go, I lo- look, <laughs> I love pool. you too. I love you so much, and I and I really want us to have a nice time. So I really need you to cooperate with me now that we've got Luna as well and we're a big, we're a bigger family, blah, blah. Tell me some stories. So I lie down with him on the bed and I tell him pirate stories. Now, do you promise that I'll tell you a couple of stories, but we need to, we've had hours of reading, by the way, prior to this. Um, Do you promise that you will try to relax and go to sleep after this? Of course, daddy. I just want to be, I don't want to get angry either. So I tell him these fucking, have you ever tried to tell an impromptu story under pressure like that? Yeah. I don't know. There was a fucking pirate on a boat and he went to a place yeah. where there was another fucking pirate or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so hard yep. to, to be intriguing, yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, so, and then Luna's screaming again. And so I, I say, all right, now please try to relax. And I'm turning the light off. That's fine. He promises me he's going to, and I, and I go in there and, and sort of rock her back to sleep. And then I hear this crashing around in his room. <laughs> his oh, room. Now, he didn't, he hasn't just got up and turned the light on or something. Yeah. So not only, so, so he's ignored 
all the stuff we just did with each other. I yeah. love you. Here's a pirate story, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I come in there and he's dismantling the bedside lamp and putting it under his pillow. Oh, no. <laughs> so you got electrical wires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got fucking – who puts – a lamp under their pillow and in their bed. <laughs> Who puts live wires in their bed? Why would you be doing this unless it was to try and destroy me? <laughs> you know, not exactly what I said, but it was along those lines. Yeah, it was yeah. like, why? Yeah. Why? And he's and he's getting and then he got a bit upset about that and and then you know and then I calmed him down again. Luna's asleep. <clears throat> you know what he said to me? I don't want to be your little boy anymore. Oh, no. no he said, I don't want to be your little boy. And I was oh, like, right, terrible. good night. And I just left. Yeah. So that, and that was the, the peak of my, I thought, I can't, I don't know how I'm going to cope with this. Yeah. But of course, then talking about it with people, I, Dr. Higgins, my father-in-law, I went and spoke to, who was fantastic, who we'll yeah. have on the podcast soon, I hope, mm. um, to talk about. Just quickly, what did he say? Like, what did he say? What was his? What did you? What was the take home from? Well, first of all, he he talked. He said it's very important that you don't um, feel too much guilt about this, and start beating yourself up, and and just focus on the negatives. As we've touched, it's very easy to focus on the one time when you blew your lid, and and not on all the other good fathering you do, and and because you get this narrative up then that that you're shit and and. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff. And just that you, you You're not alone. Th- this you're not alone. And this yeah. is very this is a really hard time. You've got a, a six month, seven month old that's really dependent and having mm. trouble sleeping. And a kid, an older kid who's going through this sort of sociopathic narcissism that's yep. natural, that yep. I, I should be able to deal with him myself by now. And so he and then he's responding to being not, you know, number one. Yeah. By by being difficult, and that's hard for anyone. So just hearing that from someone who's, you know, had his kids and has got grandkids now, uh, helped a lot. I had a weird little tool for that kind of stuff, and it it it's, it wasn't deliberate. Trust me, because it was wasn't pleasant. Because mm. um, I'm a does I'm a guilty of bad disasterizing, right? Like really sure. bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it, there's a hundred things that I don't say about what I'm worried about with the children, especially when they were the the age of your kids, that I wouldn't – yeah, for every one thing I would get hysterical about. But but bad disasterizer. Yeah. And when I was in that depth of going, this is fucked, and I would attempt to logically – go, well, how hard is it to stand here and talk to them? I mm. just, what do I want to do? Go back and look at my iPhone in the lounge room? No, right. that's the right to do that that I'm fighting for. Right. It's not – I'm not that desperate for it. Like, uh, And then my mind would go into – involuntarily go into a scenario, a parallel universe where I'd lost one of them. Right, right. And I would right. go, yeah, what are you fucking complaining about? Yes. So the kid – Want so you this to tuck a, him in for four hours. <laughs> the biggest thing I got from this experience and talking to people and reading things was that we have to do work. Children are an invitation to do work on your own shit. And if you're a catastrophizer and if mm. you're not handling these things, then that is that is a big part of you, – you, you've got to sort that stuff out yeah. in yourself. And if you grow as a person, you, you not only become a better parent, but you're modelling yes. to them that it's okay to not be perfect.
Hello, can I help you? Sorry, are you there? Yeah, who's that? Oh, hey man, it's Dan. Oh, g'day mate. Hey, how you going? Hey, I just wanted to call you quickly because um, I feel like I had a little bit of a parenting win. What? After what? Well, after what we were talking about and how I kind of um, having trouble dealing with these kind of meltdowns and and regu- emotional regulation. Uh, Sammy had a meltdown in the supermarket just now, and for, I didn't know why. And I just usually I would kind of get start to get kind of angry about it and want to and and sort of escalate the situation. But yeah. I remembered. He threw himself on the ground and started tantruming. Oh! And at first, I, he started hitting me, and, I, and I, at first, I went. I said, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" And then I realised that he can't help it. Yes. And I just put the shopping bags down, and I picked him up, and I just took him outside, and sat down with him, yep. and just said, "And just said, it's okay, it's okay, just relax, it's it's okay. We'll just stay here for a little bit." And he kind of. I just, I, th- I just felt like I maintained my cool. Beautiful. And and I was the adult in the situation. He gradually calmed down. I said, "Whatever it is, we can sort it out. We can work it out." Yeah. And and he gradually calmed down, and we had a little talk about it, and it was okay. It was a bit embarrassing in the supermarket. Wow, that's kids are embarrassing, but, aren't but they? But of course, yeah. Well, that's right. But the worst thing I could do was kind of escalate the whole thing. But it was. I just wanted to ring you because. I managed to catch myself yes. and realize I'm the adult here. Yes. All I have to do is make him feel comfortable and that, that his, mo- his emotions are okay. Yes. That he's allowed to get emotional. That's, that, you know, that's, that's okay. So I'm just very pleased with that. Yeah, fa- that's fantastic. Sometimes I, I go, how much time? Like if it comes down to time, like we get a bit obsessed with, oh, I don't want to spend yeah. – like. Go to sleep because you want to go. I don't know. Look at your phone or watch TV or whatever. But then, <laughs> yeah. but if you do the maths, getting them upset by getting upset. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're asking for another a, half an hour of it. Whereas, it's just a if compulsive you thing. Pull them out of there and hold them and just go. Oh, you know, that was a bit silly, wasn't it? Dad, silly. You're yeah. silly. We're, you know. But anyway, yeah, yeah. what, what are we be. doing tomorrow? Just change the subject, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Everything doesn't have yeah. to be a big fucking therapy session. Change the subject. Let them calm down because yeah. they've lost their mind. Like that's proven scientifically. When they they've go tantruming, lost they've mind. lost their mind. Yeah. Uh, and so I realised in that moment that I had a choice to either to either have my own tantrum or try and or just recognise that I'm the adult. Yeah. But it's but like we've talked about in the past. It's a matter of being able to intercept that moment, like being able yeah. to. Realize that in the moment, yes. And go, good right, work. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna make this better by getting angry. Yeah, and it's anyway. all over in a minute, and you have a pleasant time, a feeling of satisfaction, yeah, yeah. so much so that you ring up. Yeah, that's exactly. brilliant. Anyway, I've got to go. Stoked. I'm in the middle of things. All right, but, uh, all right. Take it easy, man. All right, See I'll chuck soon. this on the. Do you want me to chuck this on the end of the show? Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. Sure. All right. See you, mate. See ya. Bye bye. This will be quite a long episode in a way because we've got Scott. Um, got tons of good stuff we've with Scott. Had, well, but we just had to say all this stuff yeah. by way of introduction and to get ourselves sort yeah. of – I've got to purge a bit of this stuff yeah. uh, from time to time. But um, our episodes probably won't be two hours long every time. They'll probably be around an hour. 
Who knows? Be whether that's joyous moment. You can always skip when Dad forward. said that or disappointing. We won't know. Well, see, this is all just part of this self consciousness yeah. now because we've got a bloody theme song that's. <laughs> It's Bonza. It's not the theme song. It's the fact that we had a production meeting. Yeah, yeah. To me, that's made it all. Well, we're, so we're all very conscious real. of, but we yeah. fuck censoring ourselves or trying to impose artificial sort of restrictions or anything. We've yeah. got to, this. This this primarily has to be therapeutic for us. Yeah. Because if we're not receiving the therapeutic benefits of it, then what are we doing here? Yeah. God knows we've got nothing else to offer. Without any ado. <laughs> right Without any ado, <clears throat> Dan, we're going to have a chat to, to – we had a great chat with Scott. Yeah, great. From chat. Tripod. Yeah. I hadn't met him before, mm. but I do remember him. I didn't mention this, mm. but I do remember when I had a tiny uh, baby boy mm. and I had a bar in Northcote and I was mm. just discovering that that just wasn't going to be <laughs> very feasible. Yeah. I do remember seeing the guy from Tripod – Cruising past with a pram and a new baby. Oh yeah, roughly that same time. Yeah, so yeah. I remember those things. Yeah, yeah. He's great. It was a great, a great conversation. So, um, we'll uh, we'll give you that conversation now. <laughs> this is Scott Edgar. Hello, everyone. A famous illustrator, among other things, well, and a I'm podcaster. A, I'm working on the illustration side of my career. I've got a, a very yeah. It's a very Odd career, schizophrenic kind of career. I, you know, I've spent a lot of time as a musical comedian and a musician and a comedian and a performer and a writer. I do a lot of writing as well at the moment. But, yeah, the, the drawing is something I just adore. It's, it's sort of this chapter of my life is is yeah. is sort of characterised by a lot of a lot of drawing. Was that a, something as a kid you oh, yeah. dreamt about doing and being? Because you've published some stuff now. Yes, I have a I have a kids book series out at the moment. We've got six of them um, on the market called the Super Moopers. The Hopefully Super you Moopers. can find that. I'll yeah, right down because I got I got to get it. You showed me some. Oh, of it, I should have brought you some actually. Yeah, no. your, your kids would be getting into the right age. It's sort of early. How how old are yours now? Four years old and six months. Oh, okay. So, the- <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> nice one, man. So one's, one's screaming and then the other one is jealous, so yeah. starts screaming as well. When they ha- don't have to scream, they're, they're old enough to. You guys have Who's the baby here? <laughs> Do you know what I discovered? Yeah. When I started inquiring as to who the baby is here? Yeah. I discovered quite categorically that it's me. Yes. <laughs> I was, Fight for your right to be that right. baby. No, 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 because it's serious. And, and this is something we can talk about. Yeah. But, like, I, um, I'm having this huge – I've had a very hard month yeah. or so and uh, I've, I've, I've realised that the inability to regulate emotions that four-year-olds have is – that's something I suffer from also. Oh, sure. And they, and they bring it up in yeah, you. Yeah, right? they do, don't they? So I'm having this big um, sort of back to the drawing board – thing at the moment. I think having the second one is Yeah. I mean that's huge. 6 months, you know, because you get you get you get sort of taken into a false sense of security when they're in when they're very little. If it's yeah. especially if it's your first one because they're just asleep. Yeah. And you think this is fine. I've nailed yeah. this. And then <laughs> yeah. by about 6 months that's when the it, it all comes crashing down. Once they become aware yeah. of the world and yeah. you're like, hang on, this, this fucker's going to bring me food. <laughs> this, if I <laughs> Enjoy your tits being useless as, as long as you can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I was pondering this morning, this is going dark pretty early, on the nature of evil <laughs> and whether you could realistically – I adore my daughter, by the way. Let's just, let's just Here comes you know. the, the disclaimers at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but especially when they're – you know, like I often think the journey of, of – 
going from being born to becoming an adult is finding out you're not a god, right? Like finding out that the entire universe isn't actually there to serve your needs. Wow. Yeah, oh, with some right. with more success oh. than the other. Well, I would argue against that. But, uh, <laughs> go ahead. But go ahead, yes. Yeah, well, it happens at different rates, you know. <laughs> yeah. But I just wonder if you could realistically form a case that, a ch- that we are born evil. Right. That we're born utterly narcissistic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? With no empathy for other human beings and their, and their place in the world. Like... Uh, I'm all for kids. Don't get me wrong. I love them. <laughs> but it's just an interesting little brain I, exercise. You know? I think you could kind of do that if you um, added the, 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 the fact that kids are not evil in the same way as adults are evil. Sure. So they have, they're too young to know how to be evil well. They're innocent So evil. it's like innocent yeah. evil. So, so they don't kind of pull people's f- fingernails out in some room somewhere for kids. No, for some abstracted sense of... Yeah, but... Know. Given the right circumstances, <laughs> it'll come naturally to them because of that narcissism and that that's stuff. It. So that's you're it. suggesting that perhaps, fuck, that's even more pressure on me to try and civilise them, <laughs> to, to bring it, to show them the good in the world. It's well, like, it's not just I'm, that, but also consequence. Like I, honestly, empathy is, is is such a big part of that lesson, isn't it? It's like if I if I do if I do something like so, there's a few lessons, right? Firstly, if I do a thing, other things will result from that. And that's a big lesson for them to learn. It's yeah. a hard thing to get your head around, right? And I've seen some parents twist themselves in knots trying to avoid letting their kid know that fact. Right. You know, if you do that thing, I'm going to get angry. Or if you do that thing, you're going to get in trouble. Blah, 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 blah. Like I'm sounding pretty old-fashioned here, but I, <laughs> no, I am old-fashioned on this particular school. The you're getting a smack. Yeah, well, that kind of thing. Not necessarily – that might not be how like, you like to communicate. But, in but public. I, show, don't tell. It's, it's, Are you, you know, a backhand or an <laughs> open fist? Or? I'm more of a, I'm more of a, a run-up and a boot. Um, a no. kick in the ass. <laughs> My old man used to chase me down the hall with his yeah. hand like yeah. this. Now, as far as I know, he'd never hit never me with used it. it yeah. But by Christ, I remember his face behind that waving yeah. back of the hand. Well, my old man, my stepfather, he who raised me, he was um, he was a big guy. Yeah, right. and so same thing. He used to have to show me that hand, which was the size <laughs> of my head. Yeah, and, oh, shit, you know, there was one moment though that I was rich, <clears throat> ritually slapped on the ass. <laughs> On the bare bottom. Ritually? Like, Rich, ritually. like honestly. With a cloak and everything? Oh, yeah, there was goats. <laughs> <laughs> a blazing goat in the corner. <laughs> it was it, like I had run away. We were at a golf course. I think maybe we were at like Club Yarrawonga or some really Ooh. fancy place like that. 80s. And, so it's, and, um, and I'd run away. And, of course, you know, my version of running away was just going back to the hotel room. It wasn't exactly, you know, out on the street hitchhiking or anything. But... You know, obviously, scared the shit out of my parents, and and um, they got home, and yeah, Peter, my my stepfather, he he said, right, well, I'm afraid you've crossed the crossed, <laughs> crossed the line on this one, so um, come over here, you know, yeah. Uh, and yeah, gave me a gave me a couple of bloody good goes on the really on the backside, yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I I actually I know that story anecdotally. You'd think I'd remember. I, yeah. I don't actually, but well, my shows mom, you maybe it doesn't. Well, hey, who gives a I'm shit? still an arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't fucking work. I still, I still run away all the time. Well, I'm very suspicious about our memories, right? You know, yeah. humans have the great ability to block shit out. Yeah. Traumatic shit. Totally. Danny sits there going, as far as I remember, I wasn't belted, but I was threatened with it. Yeah. I say the same. You say I've just yeah. pretty much it out. said the same. Yeah. Apart from one incident. Yeah. 
What if we were? What if we had the shit beat out of all of us? What if we were just cane? Because <laughs> the last thing you saw was the back of the hand. Then you your memory blacks yeah, exactly. out. <laughs> and he, he chased me down the hall with his hand out. Yeah. Then there was. And then the next morning. <laughs> yeah. It was 18 months Indeed. in casualty from- And it wasn't even I mean this is going back You know To the 80s it, it, I know this is a sort of Cliche thing to say But it wasn't It wasn't that weird Back then For no. a parent to You know Communicate with their kid In that <laughs> In that mode I went back and did a Like a 100th anniversary Kind of Talk At my Old school Like it was this Big fancy dinner It was a Private school It was a You know Pretty kind of Rara, Rule Britannia kind of joint. And right. um, they had a timeline of all the major events in the school. And one of the major events was um, corporal, corporal punishment ended. And it was 1993. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he expected to be 50. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You could still legally cop a flogging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could cane the kid until, until then. Until that point, yeah. so this is that. That's that's where I. That's the environment I grew up in. So, you know, we, uh, the the first thing my brother did. Well, not the first thing, but but shortly after having his first kid, he rang my mother and yeah. and and wept and apologised to her. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> for, for all the shit, you know, like. <laughs> Totally. I'm so sorry for what we did to you. No, but this is the thing. It's part of growing up. That that, right. that sense of perspective. Yes, you know absolutely. that being able to empathise with your parents doesn't really properly kick in until mm. you've had. And you know, like sometimes own. when you're with your kid and and you're having some difficulty with them, yeah. and you look over and your father's there and he's just going, <laughs> just grinning, <laughs> just yeah. grinning. You're like, Fucking hell! This is this is, this is a. <laughs> it's the ultimate irony, isn't it? They've and got you're following like the same script, aren't you? you yeah. You, you, have you ever said something and gone, "Oh Jesus!" Oh, and flashed yeah. straight back, hundred like, percent. Oh well, I hope your kids, I it, hope it, your kids grow up and do this to you. Yeah, my one say it because go, I said oh. so. Because I said so. Yeah. Oh. You know, that's the yeah. first time I said that. I was like, "Oh my God, what have I done?" Well, we, uh, yeah, right. we were reflecting on. I'll give you something to cry about. <laughs> just, I reckon I'm traumatised more by that than if I was beaten up. It's like, yeah. oh, God, I'm trapped. Yeah, I yeah. need to weep more, but I think shit. I'm, I, I, think I'm um, I think I'm actually really unempathic when Nellie starts crying. <laughs> if she, if she, like, honestly, it doesn't work on me. It, you know, I just tend to roll my eyes and be like, oh, come on. <laughs> I mean, she's an old. She's not a little baby now. Yeah, you know, she's um, she's, sure. she's she's eleven now. But eleven. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be um standing at the front door. Any minute. Looking up and down, blokes or, yeah. or women, yeah. whoever yeah. wants to go. Out Any Fuck. minute. What a nightmare. Yeah, it sure is. She actually she asked for a phone last night and an email address. We're having those conversations oh. now. All my friends have got phones. All my friends have got email addresses. Did you get a list? That's what I do now. I got an eleven year old boy. Oh yeah. And and I just say, I'm I'm happy to go ahead with your proposal. Yeah. To have a fucking iPad or whatever yeah. it is you want. Um based on the evidence that you, you've you suggested that all your friends have got this and, and all your friends are allowed to do four hours of fortnight every night, yeah. right, between midnight and 4 a.m. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Can I just get their names? <laughs> Can you just get a list and their names and their parents' names and phone numbers? Yeah. And no problem. I'm happy to have you in yeah. go along with the average kid and what they're allowed. Well, that's it. And they just, it's they just so go, true. 
this guy's mental. They just walk off. Well, that's what this conversation became a cross-examination of exactly what friends have, exactly what phone, and exactly, you know, can you back up this claim? And, yeah, you're constantly having to remember you're only hearing things through a very particular lens. You know, and these kids are, and and they're very naturally, very reflexively editorialising the whole time to tell you the story they think you. Yeah, I mean that's the first thing you learn about psychology, isn't it? As a kid, is how to play your various parents. You know, like what is advantageous to. Oh, and, and even in a, in a non-narcissistic um, way, just not wanting to upset your mother. Like, there's, yeah. no, there's no point in telling her I'm doing smack twice a week. <laughs> <laughs> no, not smack. But, you know, I'm, yeah. you, you yeah, always absolutely. say, I, I'm thinking of trying marijuana at some point, having already smoked loads of marijuana. But you, you at least, so you're letting them know, but you're not upsetting yeah. them too much. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, a, it's a politics game for sure. And, and that's a good thing to learn. I mean, diplomacy yeah. and, yeah. I mean, because you, you can't just, Jump out in the world with absolute honesty or... Oh, 100%. You get slapped down. Oh, yeah. I've been coaching Nell in diplomacy for the last six months or so. Oh, you yeah. Know? Yeah, so we had a conversation about how her shoes... She, she feels like her shoes are a bit small. She needs new shoes. And I'm like, okay, well, let's bring it up at the table. And <laughs> so she started. It was pretty cute. She's like, so first of all, everyone, let's have a big smile. Everyone, let's, let's have a big smile. Let's get in a good mood. That's, that, was, that was her way of like... <laughs> You're kind of giving the game away a little bit. Yeah, just a, just, just a bit, a bit. but still, I but appreciated the effort, you know. That's nice. <laughs> so do you ever sit down at the table type? See, that's the nice thing about them being a bit older, surely, that yeah. they, they understand English a bit better and you can oh, have sure. these, you yeah. can have actual meetings. Well, it's the dinner. It's the dinner table. Dinner table. We've always been right. very um, very particular about uh, eating at the dinner table together. And I know that'll fray uh, you yeah. know, as she gets older, but but that's been very much a constant. We don't sit in front of the telly, for example, and eat dinner. No. So it is that it, it is that opportunity to check in and, and co- you, cover have, issues off. Do you have a kind of have you have you developed kind of um, perhaps funny ritualized ways of doing that like 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 doing it like an official meeting? Oh, like, sure. Like, yeah, using yeah. Using all that lingo like you said. Uh, yeah, yeah, and we talk about agenda items. Agenda items. Like, it's not all the time. Like sometimes, no, but, you know, yeah. sometimes you're just chowing into chowing down on your bad stir fry, but you know. Yeah. Um do, yeah, yeah, we do. We ha- we have a bit of fun with that. And do you do you do a lot of pre-figuring out uh with them about Yeah. This? Look, it's a tricky because one, that we one. we get caught out a bit with that. Yeah, well, we, you know, like, it's easy to say, let's provide a, a united front on this or that issue, but <laughs> it's not always the truth. Like, well, Em and I don't automatically always agree on yeah. on issues. Yeah. And the, the, the sort of counterpoint to it f- for mine is that I, I, will, I want Nellie to feel like she's part of a three-way conversation, that she has a voice yeah. in that conversation, you know, that we're hearing her and reacting in real time rather than just slamming down some pre-organised edict, you know. But, yeah. but at the same time, you don't – like what, because of what we talked about before, they're so good at, they're so good at exploiting yeah. divisions that you have to be super aware of that too. You but, can't just be bickering, you know. But you're right. If, if, if you sit down to this kind of dipl- um, um, democratic situation and, and you bastards have already been in cahoots, yeah. you know, like <laughs> yeah. there's a – She's going to be aware that you've yeah. teamed up beforehand. So that's can't. right. Yeah, yeah. So, and to some extent, that's fine. She's the kid. Right. She doesn't get to have final say, and mm. she knows that. But at the same time, you you do want to train that part of her. That's like, oh, I have a voice here, and I'm yeah. I'm going to make my case, and it's going to be heard. You know, and to expect people to train her to expect people to li- listen to the things she's got. To yeah. Say. Actually, know. on that, this yeah. is interesting to me because I I, I um. 
I'm not sure whether – I feel like I got the wrong impression about the world when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't want to lie back on the couch exactly. But I, so I'm, I'm consciously – like I'm conscious of letting him know somehow without yeah. being a downer yeah. that, that the world's not going to respond exactly how he wants all the time. Sure. And that, yeah. that it's not going to be as loving as us, but I don't want to be, you know, no. awful about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think my kind of my addictive personality and, and pro- lots of problems that I've had as growing up have been to do with expecting the world to be sure. something other than what it is. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, but how do you sort of do that? Do you, do you sort of present the work find yourself presenting the world in different ways oh for sure i mean i look my thing and this is because of my background in the theater i suppose Mm. is that i'm aware of my role as a stand-in world you know as as a as a a testing ground for her in terms of how the world might Operate yeah. and to try and somehow reflect that honestly. It's a lot of pressure to put on myself. <laughs> you behave like a cop one day and then no, drunk, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drunk at those. And India, it's the village people around at my place. You know. Yeah. Um, no, look, I guess the way I express that is to try and react honestly and not and not to try and create some, some, you know, overly sort of kind of Pleasantville kind of yeah. space. Like if she, if she if she if I'm angry. She'll find out I'm angry, and that's how she learns about consequences, and that's how she learns, you know. Yeah. Um, which is a, a little bit of self justification after the fact of losing my temper and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. throwing a fork or something. Yeah. But um, yeah, look, I think a parent is. I think a parent is does have that responsibility of of, tr- mm. of not of not wrapping a kid in cotton wool or giving them a sense that the world is there to give you. Like we were talking about before, mm. your job is to teach them that the world is not their oyster. <laughs> that's right. You know? I'm, going to take, I'm going to take the shine right off this whole fucking situation <laughs> for right. you. <laughs> Which is kind of a bit depressing. And, you know, it's that thing also just on that matter of theatre. Sometimes we, sometimes I'll say to Nell, if you do that again, especially when she's younger, yeah. if you do that again, I'm going to get really mad. She'll mm. do it again. Right. Well, she might not, but if she does, <laughs> and I'm not even that mad, but I then have to act really mad, yes. like because I have told you that is going to be the consequence of what you uh, of right. what you're going to do. So now I'm I'm just going to lose my shit. <laughs> She's going to run off crying, and then I'm going to sit back down again and read the book or whatever. <laughs> Hang on, maybe you really are the, the psychopath in this because <laughs> I can just decide. No whether empathy. To be- <laughs> <laughs> do you, have you have you seriously done that where you've played angry? I've yeah yeah just, I, just for the because you've because I want to follow through yeah I've I've played up played angry, it up you know like I'm a bit mad she's done it again but now I'm gonna seem just <laughs> it's gonna be a loud noise right especially when she's a little kid it starts with the banging of the hand on the table or something oh, yeah. to get her attention you know there's a formula and then <laughs> and then so that stops a couple her. of warning shots a couple of warning shots shot in the air, yeah. <laughs> And then a bit of yelling, you know, a bit of sort of pointing at the sky or, or whatever. Yeah, no, there's a theatre to it sometimes. Sometimes I'm just genuinely pissed off and lose my temper and then regret it later. But other times yeah. it's because I've said I would. Like I think that's important for a kid is like... Man, I had that discussion so, with my yeah. wife a fair bit. Yeah. I, I say, look, we being you can't, not, you can't stop being angry sometimes. Yeah. But I, I quite often have to play act, play act even when I'm yeah. going... 
fuck, man, that kid is a genius. The way he did <laughs> Oh, my God. How did he do that? That's that my is, boy. That's so <laughs> clever. So in your heart, you're just weeping with yeah, yeah. incredible joy <laughs> how clever they are. Man, I've got And you've got to go, go to your room. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And especially to back to that idea of consequence, they have to learn that they do something and a result comes out of that thing, you know, and, and it's... I'm at the opposite end of the thing, though. Yeah. Where, where I, I'm, I'm losing it. For minor things, yeah, um, that's t- you're tired though. Tired. Too. The, the the second child suddenly means there's no. We were talking about processing yeah, time, yeah. Um, and and I'm filling my head with podcasts when I'm yeah. not with the kids. So that, that it's important to have this uh, time to process with this shitty old brain I've yeah. got. I've got to let it kind of um, because otherwise I just snap. This is what's frightened me in the last month or so yeah. is is just having that really intense reaction and I haven't um, I, I mean a couple of times I've sort of grabbed him yeah oh yeah but I know well it's yeah, more I've done, frightening I've done that to, too it's yeah. frightening to me because I in that moment yeah my kind of I black out a bit and think yeah. and I just don't know how people with bigger problems yeah. than me yeah or, or te- more terrible I mean I had a, a, a idyllic upbringing mm. Um, I'd have a don't kill children. Yeah, I sure. mean, some do, yeah. but, but I, because mm. you, it's, you, you lose control yeah. of that thing. Well, I've had that too. Don't get me wrong. It's not right. all just like a choreographed, you know, mm. like I've had those chaotic moments and those moments of temper and of, of hoiking them a bit more than you would have, yeah. you know, and you're regretting that. and all. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's, I mean, they, 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 yeah, it's it's. You're tired. You've got all your own questions about your own self. You've probably got work worries and other things, especially yeah. in the arts, when like who yeah. knows where the next check's going to come from and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Like it's hard, you know. Yeah, and 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 I I I stumbled on this uh, book that was talking about um, the op- like if you're if you're you don't have to be perfect. But if you're trying to figure that stuff out, then yeah. let them know. Yeah. Sort yeah. of say, look, I'm I'm having trouble getting. I don't want to get angry. You know, yeah. I don't want to. But and and it's okay to feel anger. But yeah. what you want to do, and because then you're modelling the behaviour at least. Yeah. You're showing that with all your imperfection, you value making an effort mm, to mm. be kind to people, mm, mm. and they'll forgive the other stuff. Yeah. Um. So it's a chance to try and. Develop your own, but then I sort of go. Oh, do I have to develop myself more? <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> but that's yep. what they do. It never ends. Yeah, it never they, ends. Well, and that's the thing too about the mature, the the, the opportunity to grow up for yeah. our kids. Yeah, um, totally, hundred percent. Yeah, and you know, like it's it seems simple. It seems obvious once you've got a kid and when you see it happening. But that mm. idea of that that they that they um, model themselves on what they see, mm. it's massive. I've been thinking about that a lot. Recently, in particular, as regards, you know, I've got a little girl. I was mm. growing up in a very patriarchal, you know, arguably deeply misogynist environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and having a little girl of my own and seeing really how simple it is, how they're just looking for role models. Yeah. Doesn't those role models don't even have to be perfect. They just have to be there, <coughs> lots of them. You know, yeah, like you yeah. hear that sort of anecdotally that anecdote of the, the, the guy who's wondering in 2016 why his kid's so obsessed with. Um, the Wizard of Oz, why his daughter's so obsessed with it, and then realizes it's because all the lead female, all the lead characters are all female, and there's just mm. actually, all, it's just there's a paucity of that. It's not, it's not that it's yeah. this great film. It's just that even if this kid witch. just didn't have, <clears throat> yeah, these role models to look at. And now I, I just burst into tears. All when the I dudes said, had something missing. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, um, you know, I just I, I I used to cry at father films, but mm. now I cry at 
girl role model films. So like Captain Marvel, yeah. I can't I can't see Brie Larson posing with a seven year old girl now and not just yeah, right. ball, you know, or yeah. AFL women's AFL players, same sort of thing, you know. Yeah. It's it's such a we get this with Missy all the time. Sure, you know, like you know, there's a lot of female musicians who, yeah. at, at least, though she's starting now to get people who say, "My mum loves you." Yeah, I get that. Oh. I got that. Uh, yeah, there's a certain point Never at which mind. I got that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember um, a bit of a turning point for for tripod was was when a. Um, yeah. At a pub, it was years ago, but we were after a gig and, yes, a really attractive woman came out of the crowd up to me and said, oh, yeah, you're in Tripod. I'm like, hello, you know, going <laughs> to get chatted up here. This is great. And then, yeah, my mum really likes you guys. Yeah, that was yeah. that was it. It was game over. No, and- I, no eye contact. Just, <laughs> yeah, I just, my mum's really keen on you. Can you just sign this? Oh, fuck. That's right. Mm. Yeah. I, got a que- I got a question, a topic that my wife brought up. Yeah. I said you were coming in. And she's a children's librarian. Oh, sure. So, and she started hammering me, going, well, why don't you get in? I'm going, oh, sure, sure. I'm just sitting there. Danny's going to do this. Uh, but uh, one, I think one point she made was interesting, like cr- being a creative yeah. in the public eye, mm. creative, and then you have kids. What happens with, like, do you change? And I think you've already answered that in, uh, in yeah. that you're doing children's books yeah. to start. <laughs> but that, but you start centering and stuff like that. Like even doing this, you go, oh, hang on a minute. Whatever totally. happens, the kids are going to hear. Yeah. Well, if they listen to last season, they're going to know a lot. Jesus. Your kids are going to know a lot about um, See behind the kit. what you got up to <laughs> in the noughties and the 90s. I was confessing to trying to be gay. In the- <laughs> <laughs> there was <laughs> lots of stuff. That's working at the peel. For them to hear. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway. Yeah. But yeah. Did, it's a few things. Like I'm, I'm only only tangentially in the public eye, especially these days. I've I've been lucky to have a um a career which has sustained me as an artist, but not been too heavy on the sort of fame side. There's a little bit of it, but not enough to really, you know, fuck me up. Thank you. Yeah. Um. But but still, um. Firstly, we're really careful of Nelly going on um social media, especially with her name next to it, you know, yeah. like I don't want people yeah. Googling my daughter just because they know of my work. Yeah, yeah. So that's something we, we have to police a little bit and are kind of quite mm. paranoid about. Um, and as far as the material, yeah, there's some st- – There's I don't think it's as much self-censoring as it, it does change your politics a little bit. And so there's some stuff, mm. there's some songs that we've done over the years that I just don't necessarily – get behind anymore, you know, yeah. as a bit of an older person who's, you know, and the whole world's, the whole environment, the whole world's changing. Um, but there was one song that was, that I still dig and it was this, I, and it was called No Daughter of Mine. Yeah. And yeah. it's and it's this very sort of. Um, I know, I know it. I listened to right, it. Right. So it's about, about like duality. A, it's a, about the way men see women as this kind of virginal, pure, no daughter of mine. But then it goes into this cock rock is going to be a sex machine in this. Well, I you decided know. not to ask you about that song <laughs> because I was like, oh, do we really want to? I, I haven't seen him for a while. No, That's no, a big, but it's, it's yeah. a. It's a, I love it because it is such an odd, conflicting, contrasty, odd song. Yeah. Um, but I don't know that I would play it if I knew Nell was was coming along. And the boys have just—they don't ask to play it anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even though, what, yeah, yeah. Well, Yoni has. Yon's got um, two 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 boys. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so even though I, I stand all, by the politics of that song and what it's saying, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't want to have to answer the questions about it. <laughs> yeah, fair <laughs> enough. Know? Yeah. Not, Bring not, it back when they're 18. The, like that. Yeah, that's right, when it's twice as relevant. Do you know that, that thing about um, how, well, the, the, the media and the public, because we've, sure. we, with Missy and I and the yeah. kids, we kind of had a lot of discussion about what we're going to, how they're going to be seen. Because, yeah. you know, a lot, a lot of people, famous or otherwise, don't ever put pictures of their kids on social media yeah. at all or anything like that. And we kind of decided we weren't going to worry about it because um, while, we de- while we're de- putting the, the, the photos there, someone else isn't trying yeah. to get them. Sure, yeah. <clears throat> because, you know, when Missy was pregnant, the, the people would be pop out of a bush and with yeah. a camera and take a photo for some tabloid to try and get the, with you know the circle around the baby yeah. bump thing and it's like if you if you just give them the photos, so you drew your yeah. own circle yeah for them there yeah. you go there's the circle i just send the media photos of me naked or <laughs> <laughs> they're not running the, they're not running what are you doing? you're not running the photos guys <laughs> but it's true that if you if you put photos out there and and even like 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 so when the baby's born the the the, the um, management will go well let's put a, a photo here yeah. so that it, it disarms any desire to try well, and get it. that and I, I see totally see the sense in that yeah. especially at that level yeah you know, when and there's you, that level of interest but it's interesting yeah. because it's interesting because also it's like podcast this stuff well pretty much will be impossible to erase from sure the global mind yeah. uh, and so anything you put on is and who knows what that means in the future yeah. you know but, but then you can also go well in another 10 or 20 years there's going to be images of everyone all the time everywhere yeah, that, yeah. like it's not going to matter yeah but then yeah Another 10 or 20 it's, years it's an interesting kids discussion. will be suing their parents <laughs> yeah for uh, using their image it's possible and uh, I've, I've got I've set up a, an anti-suing system I cannot be successfully sued. Oh, really? Yeah, it's called being broke <laughs> forever. <laughs> I like it. I like it. But watch you out. got your kids signing contracts all over the place. <laughs> NDAs. No, just don't have any money. They're not going <laughs> to yeah. bother. No. What's this, Dad? Oh, it's another contract. <laughs> Hang on. Right. I will not. But there must be a cutoff age. Like baby photos, all right, no one's going to go, hey, that's quite clearly that. No, that's right. Well, I was saying yeah. is no one's going to recognise. There's a time when it's a when it's a person. When, when does a baby become a person? Well, Three, four, right. five. When does when they're it recognisable? But also, it comes back to that question of like, when do they get to enter the world of the internet and have their right. own internet oh. presence and their yeah. own kind of life? And you don't want to be li- like your 24. song, lingering dad. You yeah. don't want to be floating around their bedroom door constantly, yeah. trying to check what they're fucking doing on their phone. I don't yeah. know how I'm going to cope with that. Uh, it's, I don't know. I don't because know Because there's either. suddenly this little gateway little thing, yeah. to all the horrors. It's Pandora's box, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And, and, and how you... Oh, for sure. And we also don't know. It, it's such a new thing and such a massive thing. We don't know what the long-term effects on people's no. p- personalities or psyche is. Like, I'm, I'm convinced, and this, again, makes me sound like an old man, but yeah. I feel like it's the asbestos or thalidomide of our generation. Oh, oh God. Yeah. You know, it's this yeah. thing we're going to find out in 20 yes. years. Yes, agreed. Oh, God. You know? yeah, That's how probably. I see it. Yeah. That's how I see it. The, the first, uh, and I like to, I don't know, maybe it's a bit too positive thinking, but I think a that serious optimist. Uh, my <laughs> little me. kids are going to be all right. Yeah. But I feel sad for the ones who are currently 17, 16, 17. Sure, yeah. Because they've had their head down like that. Yeah. Like, you know, by my 
my kids all have like optics built in or something. That's stupid. They're 11, like they're only a couple of years Well, that's away. kind of true, though. The, 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 the teething period of this technology, mm. though there'll be new stuff, mm. but but they'll, they'll be over. The, the revolution might have started by the time they're it's, in mm. late yeah. And it's like internet etiquette. Like when it all kicked off, everyone was just being a prick to each other. And it was just, I mean, I know they still are, yeah. but there's a certain etiquette. Yeah. You know, I remember my mum ringing me furious and upset, almost in tears, because I hadn't replied to her email. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ten it. minutes after she'd sent it, yeah. it's like, oh, you're not talking to me, I see. Yeah, I'm a big believer in that call on the phone. That's the other reason I'm a hard nut to crack as far as can I have my own, you know, messaging app or phone. Are you or are you a phone call guy? I, not, I'm, not I'm a big text. phone call guy. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I, I'm I'm thinking of quitting text messaging because yeah. it's such I get misunderstood. Yep. I don't want the fuck people are talking about and it's you can't joke. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, then if I you agree. ring people I also know what an intrusion that is now because I've been like yeah. I see that as soon as the phone rings I, I dive under the table. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Because I think it's going to be a telemarketer, but also so what's what's happened to us? Why know, can't we just go? Hey, dickhead! Uh, yeah, you know, sure. I'll see you in twenty minutes. I mean, God, Fuck. we could theorise all day about how that how that happened. I, I think it is as you, to, you're implying. It's it's a bit to do with. It get, we it's so easy for us to get scared of random things, and now yeah, we've we managed. We know, can't stop because it's, it's a slightly cowardly thing. In a, you know, when you look at it, it's a slightly cowardly thing to send a text rather than phone call. Absolutely. Right? So and we that, just and that's really seductive. So we just go down that. I path. think that's the truth, yeah. and that's flipped over now to that being the norm. Yeah. So it's an invasive thing to yeah. call someone. It's like you ring someone who's twenty eight, <laughs> and they'll be going. What's what happened? Are yeah. you, are you, like, has there been an earthquake yeah. or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think this is one of those cases that, that, that may be what you're talking about where we won't know. Mm. Like I could see how that can severely affect us in the future because in a world that's losing nuance by mm. the fucking, mm. you know, where the, it's just the shortest pathway to something and that yeah. worries me. So it means that in social interactions yeah. we just, it means people won't, be able to do any joking around yeah. anymore yeah. with the sort of overt extreme political correctness yeah. stuff as well. It's yep. taking all that out of it. Yeah, totally. And, uh, we, you know, we are evolved physically and emotionally if you accept that our bodies and our feelings are the same thing, which yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, we, have, we have evolved over millions and millions of years to connect with each other through talking and through being with each other yeah. and through looking at each other across the table and all these mm. quote-unquote old-fashioned Thing. We haven't evolved the bit which no. we're texting each other is good for us, for good for our soul. The other bit's good for our soul because mm. that's it nourishes us, right? So you know, you see this, um, you see this epidemic of, for example, depression that people yeah. are struggling with, and it's and it's to do with disconnection. You know, have you read Lost Connections? Yes, I love it. It's I'm, great, and yeah. and it's true. I mean, I know that I'm talking about my rage as a parent now, and and my. Um, problems with anxiety and things like that. Yeah. It's bringing all that back and, yeah. and it's a lot to – all those levels of disconnection. Yeah. Like I have this – I sort of joke about how I don't have any friends with with Missy and, and how friends are a waste of time and they just let you down <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. And and I've started going, oh, that's a horrible way to – even if I'm yeah. – you know, it's just awful and I shouldn't be giving him that impression and it actually doesn't do me any good. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. me – it's me not – Having the, it's me doubting my ability as a, to have friends sure. or get friends. So then I, I create this narrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah. I mean, also, you know, I think that's true. I, I, I do the same thing, absolutely. Yeah. And the joke at our place is that all my friendships are activity based. 
Right. right. So, like, things like this, you know, doing podcasts and doing, you know, making stuff, art kind of stuff. Also, massive D&D gamer. I'm a massive Dungeons & Dragons player. Oh, wow. Mm. Love it. And, you know, those kinds of... Him, yeah. But <laughs> yeah. I'm jealous you've got, of You've got a gleeful look on oh, your no. face there, Dick. I've just got a... Fa- I've developed the last few years a fascination with this. Oh, sure. Although I know nothing about it. To me, it's kind of... Mostly people with beards painting little, yeah. tiny little metal. I could see why characters. that would be the image. And I, I can and describe. I, I like, can tell you what it is. That's if you what like. appeals. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> on no, your I, own. I, 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 no, I can see you fit right in, dude. Uh, yeah, absolutely. No, it, no, it's a storytelling game. D and D. You're sitting around a table and you're and you're improvising a story. And one of the character, one of the players at the table is is the is the sort of facilitator of that story, and we'll we'll put the the situation forward and the other however many, four or five people, are characters in that situation and they and they talk about how they would react in that situation. And then there's a framework of rules about it, like dice wow. and numbers and fun kind of if you use this particular weapon or cast this spell, it's going to do X amount of dice worth of damage or all those kinds of... So you need that stuff to, to keep it under control. That right? keeps it under control, but mm. what it also does, yeah, it keeps it in a, frame, a, frame. a common framework. Mm. But the other thing it does is randomise it. So I'm going to see if you succeeded or not. I'm not going to just decide as the facilitator ah, whether yeah. that works or not. We're going to go to the dice and, and all that constantly ricochets it off into ways that are unexpected for everyone there. So it so. keeps one person from dominating the That's story. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's heaps of fun. And it's as I say, it's, it's one of the oldest things. We, we are... We are built to enjoy storytelling. We we yeah. we we are nourished by yeah. it. You know, that's good to hear a little bit about Dungeons and Dragons because yeah. I've always been a little bit scared to find out in case I catch it. Yeah, you might. And I become. I think you guys are both danger zone <laughs> sort of guys. Actually. Do you think we're D and D curious? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm desperately uncool as it is. Amen. I might as well surrender to it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So some people get their you know their first major visible tattoo of a. Of their a baby's face yeah. or their first kid or whatever their obsession yeah. is. Yeah, and yes, what's that there? So I've got a D, <laughs> I've got a D twenty on my arm. That's a twenty sided dice, yeah. aka an isocahedron. So that's from D and D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We use all the uh, we use guess. all the platonic <laughs> solids in D and D as dice, right? So. It, I won't go into the maths of it, but it's a, it's oh, fascinating. It's a fascinating piece of geometry. It's 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 a tw- the twenty sides are all equal equilateral triangles. Um, you can only make certain solids out of equal out of shapes whose edges are the same length. Right? There's about five of them. This is the one with the most sides, twenty. Um, and what I like about it is it. Well, look for me, it, it symbolises my. My my journey in a way because it's not it's a it's a it's a, a Dungeons and Dragons dice right so it's to do with the birthplace of my creativity and a lot of my friends and a lot of my relationships mm. but it, it's also this perfect nexus of mathematical perfection and by virtue of being a dice mm. chaos as well so I just yeah. kind of like what a kind of nexus it is is that new because I never th- I didn't think I've I'd... had it. Um, yeah, maybe five or six years, oh, something like that, maybe okay. a bit more, yeah. Wow. Um, so how did you decide which way to have it facing if it's got so many different... <laughs> well, I don't have any numbers on it, so they'd yeah. all look the oh, same, yeah. right? <laughs> oh, true, yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, just to 
vaguely touch back on the topic of the yeah. podcast. I, 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 I mean, if you want to, right? Yeah. Uh, Did I, you bring the D and D gear? Let's just do that. <laughs> Switching I, off now. I do. I do. Um, I do play D and D with my daughter and her friends on Tuesday nights. So wow. four of them come around, and oh, wow. I, I dungeon master a game for them after school, which is really fun because kids jump into that kind of storytelling. Wow. Like, you know, dolphins to water, right? Yeah, great. It comes very naturally to them. But that's – it's amazing. Like, I love it. I do it because I love doing it and it's an yeah. outlet for me as much as anything. Um, and Nell knows that. She rolls her eyes about yeah, it. Yeah, right. right. She's humouring me. But um, – but all the other parents are like, oh, we, oh, thanks so much. Like it's <laughs> yeah. like I'm providing some childcare, <laughs> you know, it's like not a I'm screen. Doing, yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. right. It's not a screen, and so it's a, it's a good afternoon because we sit around the table doing this game, play the game, and then the kids go out and play ball out out in the. That's it. Really street. sounds like a really serious antidote to the fears we totally. have of a future kind of yeah, pandemic I, of screen retarded people. A hundred percent. And longevity, yeah. like the mm. concentration span. Yeah. You know, I, I we got uh, my son plays Fortnite, of course. Yeah. He's he's only human. <laughs> and, and and I got him Fortnite Monopoly. I went, well there you go. He's yeah. obsessed with Fortnite. Yeah. It's a it's a way into his you know to yeah. his behaviour with an old-fashioned long-term game. But they rebuilt the whole game. It's fast. Oh, it's fast. Yeah, it doesn't right. go That's all night to to give up in a tantrum so, yeah. and get huffy with someone who's a megalomaniac. So it's not just the Monopoly we know with a different it's badge not, on the front. No. That's not good, like, though. It's not I, like I Kissopoly that. where it's yeah. the same but yeah. the novelty. It, yeah, right. It actually is quicker. Oh, that's, still, that's clever. still long enough. But then I was like, oh. And then I started getting kind of down on the fact that, oh, everything's – Quicker, yeah, you know. sure, yeah, yeah. We've been playing um a lot of board games too for that same reason. It's a yeah. it's an alternative to screens or something to do other than because I want to veg out in front of a screen too. Yeah, like, sure. I'm not some pretty hard to say. That's enough screen time. Exactly. Looking at your two phone. parents sitting there with their phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally, hundred percent. So yeah, yeah we we're playing one called Azul at the moment, which is just like tile pattern making tiles in the oh, middle, yeah. and you have to make a little pattern in your score. You know, you score well if you do it well. Yeah. You know, Nelly and I, I don't, I don't, the time I don't want to be kind of. Um, not enjoying the place where I'm at, but I look forward to. You can't wait till. I can't wait. Well, I look forward to when when we can do such things. That's it. Yeah. I've still like Luna's very well. She's six months, so there's uh, the the upside of for her is that she doesn't move <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> like you can keep though she's starting to crawl. Yeah. But but Sammy's still a little bit young to quite. Um, be able to do that sort yeah, of stuff. Yeah, that's with. it. And it is. Fr- I remember it being it's, quite frustrating yeah. when Nell was just a little. Just and they're delightful in other ways, but yeah, that part well, they just, just don't care. At that point, they're total like if, if it, at least if there was something to break up the narcissism yes. and the because at that point at four he's just trying to fuck with you, <laughs> like that's what his job is is to see what you'll do if he if you know yeah and but then yeah once you start to get a concept of narrative and things and you can start to do that a bit more and you're gonna yeah. love it, mate. I know the policy. We actually had a meeting. A couple of weeks ago, yeah. and went right. What's our, what's our prime policy? And yeah. I went, well, what about if someone comes in as a confident dad, we bring them down with fear of the future <laughs> and stuff like that. And if someone comes in half broken, we bring them bring up. Bring them up. That's so it. Yeah, that's like, just, just put everyone just on the, the same. glorious <laughs> middle. <laughs> the Welcome glorious to middle. The middle. I had I was at the pub with a friend who's uh, he's probably late. He's late thirties and he's about to have his first kid. Yeah. And um, I said to him, "This is classic pre." Your, first, your mates having their first kid sort of talk. Hang on to your hat. Yeah, hang on to yeah. your hat sort of stuff. I said, mate, you will regret it. 
You will regret it. There, there, there'll, there'll be times you don't regret it. The regret will pass, but there yeah. will be moments when, when you're deep in that moment of genuinely, wholeheartedly regretting it. <laughs> you're not alone. You know, you're not alone. We've all had that time. We've all had yeah. that period of like, what have I done? What have you, I and done? And you need to hear this. Yeah. You really need to hear this. That's what we're trying to do with this. Yeah. I, I want to be honest about not coping as much yeah. as coping because there's so many and, – and women do it even – well, blokes – you don't hear much from generally. It's changing. But women will do this. There's a bit of a parenting Olympics, you know. It's like breastfeeding Olympics. Everyone else is perfect. Everyone else is perfect. But I I really need to hear about when people have grabbed their kids slightly too hard and and thought, Christ, what could I have done in that moment? Mm. Because – the worst thing is feeling like it's... Feeling alone. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Oh, so, 100%. Yeah, something got me right through. Uh, nothing got me right through. I'm not Yet. right through. But, <laughs> but, but so, something big, and it wasn't a mate. It, okay, really close friend who's really together, yeah. right? My, my most sensible but still wild yeah. friend, yeah. right, which is just perfect. He didn't come to me and say, wait, get this is how it's going to be. Right, right. There was no advice. I just remembered a moment when he said to me, and he'd had a, you know, had a little girl and everything, and he just his eyes were kind of devastated and yeah. broken and apologetic and guilty at the same time, yeah. and he just said, "I just, I just hate her," <laughs> <laughs> right? And that, that just resounds on and on oh, in my head and now everyone's, um, but but and, and that and that allowed me, yeah. Yeah. When it was my time yeah. to know, oh, if he can oh, go through that, absolutely, and you know he doesn't. He's like most magnificent dad yeah, ever. Sure, but you sure. just go right. Oh, we're all human, and is, we're all just kind yeah. of trying to deal with it as it goes. Well, one of the best bits of advice I got was uh, um, when she was very little. A friend of mine, I was I was making an album with at the time, said to me, um, "The good times don't last." But the bad times don't last either. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that's word that's sometimes, wise words for life. Sometimes you know? with dizzying speed. Like <laughs> yeah. like I fucking hell Sammy and I will be it's like have you ever seen have you ever seen a cat freak out from a from this, you know, the toy it's playing with? Oh, but, sure. like so Sammy and I will be everything will be lovely. Yeah. We're having a great old time, we're talking about stuff and laughing, and then ten seconds later it's what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> and we're on the opposite sides of the room from yeah. each other crying. Yeah, yeah. And like like the way a cat will freak out at the ball it's playing with and be in the corner. Yeah. And I don't know that that swinging, that emotional it's bloody full swinging. On, I mean, I constantly, I just, yeah, I'm constantly repeating to myself. Okay, just get through this. Something but good it gets will better, be around it? the corner. It gets better. Yeah, it totally gets better. And Does then it, it gets worse. Mm. And then it gets better. Because you're, you're approaching the teen years. Oh yeah, right? man. So oh. that's the other thing. I don't know how to play that because it's easy to sort of jokingly. It's easy to sort of jokingly say, oh, she's a girl, she's really going to turn on you, she's going to mm. be like absolutely. But, oh, you know, if, uh, and this is probably, and it, I'm sure it's true, but what worries me is Nelly's often there for that conversation. You know, people very blithely sort of right. cast their kids. Are we kids. programming them to, yeah, be, I, I to mean, be, it's okay to be yeah. a, I think horrible I, remember, I have a very specific memory of mum. Uh, I used to fight with my um, sister a lot right. and I have a really specific memory of mum talking to, and I was a little kid and talking to a friend and going, yeah, she used to, it was part of the conversation, oh, they fight all the time. And right. I don't expect my parents to go around in a cone of silence or anything, but I do specifically remember the feeling of like, that's my permission, that's what we do, that's we, yeah. we fight all the time. Well, you become what you, the, the story. Yeah. You tell, right? 
Yeah, so this is what I'm thinking about the the, the mm. teen years is that I, I'm I'm ready for anything and I'm I can <laughs> see how she would turn and that's the story as old as time, but but at the same time I'm really conscious of of making that the the mold that she now feels like it's time to step into. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't, so I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. No, but but you're right, and because and I because we we have to stop ourselves. You get so used to talking while they're there when they're babies too, and then they start to... Yeah. I, I remember noticing him not doing playing and just listening. Sure, just this, yeah, yeah. This, this creepy... <laughs> he, it's, like, it's like when the machine becomes... It's like Skynet becoming <laughs> self-aware. And I go to, to Missy, don't look now, but he's listening to us. Do you think he understands what we're talking about? It's so true. Yeah. It's and so then, true. and then, and the other thing is, you don't when they're little, you don't have time to bloody talk yeah. when they're not there. Yeah. So you have to do all that coding, and code and spelling. spelling words. The day they learn to spell, that's your marriage falls over. You haven't got to, you know, you have oh, to that's learn sign thing. language at that point. I'm, t- I mean, I'm terrified because. Everyone we know splits up after the second child. <laughs> like, so many people we know, they just go, fuck it, I'm out of here. Because <laughs> it's too hard. Like, yeah. for, and, 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 and their relationship. Yeah. And I, and I can feel that. And I've been very, t- speaking of telling yourself a certain story, mm. I, I was talking to, to Missy recently and said, I think, I, well, basically, I, I realised that I, I'd been telling myself that story. Yeah. I've been getting a lot more um, worried about us. Um, because there's this sudden sure, drop off in yeah. there's just no time to talk to yeah, each other. Yeah. Um, and then you start thinking about all the people that have done that. Yeah. Um, totally. is, is that the reason you've got one job? <laughs> uh, you know what? I wouldn't rule that out as part as of it. Part of as it, yeah. part of it. Like I, I ultimately I, I would have liked two ch- children, but I'm mm. not in charge of the relevant machinery. So <laughs> yeah. um, and M very much just said one's enough. Yeah. We like we like her. We're happy. Let's yeah. not rock the boat. Which is a sort of a timid approach. It's a it's a risk averse yeah. decision. Essentially, is what yeah. it is. Um, you know, and I, I'm I'm still in two minds about it. I think in in some ways it's 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 sad for Nell that she doesn't have a, a sibling. You know, mm. especially thinking forward and getting into morbid territory. But you know, Em and I will both be gone one day. Mm. Um, so. <laughs> um, that worries me. That's you know. So I'm I'm still conflicted about having a, a single child, but at the same time, she is a great kid, and and it, and we haven't gone into that yeah and intense time of the second kid, and you know. And that's from the perspective of someone with siblings. Like she's going to grow up not she, not having brothers and sisters, and so that's like you that's don't want to normal. diminish her experience. I mean, totally. that's a, yeah, that's yeah. a good. Um, yeah. yeah, and yeah, yeah. Is there a different toolkit yeah. that you go in? When, like, okay, there's a time when you. You you know, everyone's different. They yeah. might go, we'll have another one. We'll have another. One. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> yeah. it's a certain point. You, yeah. Is there a toolkit kind of thing that you got to develop to have an only child so they don't turn out like that no, it's only so true. child you knew? Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm scared of it. My dad was an only child. Yeah, my and mother's an only child. Right. Yeah. You yeah, kind well, of go. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but is that true? Is, is, Sorry, that, is that true <laughs> classically? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. I can think of heaps of examples of only children that I I think are are problematic in one way or another. But then again, you can think of heaps of examples of of people that have siblings that are problematic in one way or another. Confirmation bias. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe it is. Yeah. So then you do do you get, you you know, you could just get the kid from next door to come in and play with her toys. Well, (laughs) 
No, I play with it. You play with the toys. <laughs> so, so the, and then you go, what do you think of that? What do you think of him playing with your toys? How do you feel about that? Well, that's another reason why I'm, I try within reason to be honest and uh, in, my rea- in my emotional reaction to the way she acts is, is that she doesn't have that sibling to be doing that. You right. Know? So, yeah. you, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll fight with her and stuff just because I need she, she does need that. That pushback, yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, I'm sure she will seem kind of odd in her own way, but I think she's an empathic person. Yeah. So I think, in that sense, we're a long way towards the finish line in that regard. She she cares about other people's feelings. Yeah. So that's yeah. important. Well, they have got more grown up, don't they? Only children yeah. have more grown up conversations. True. So they yeah. Spend yeah. more time just talking with grown ups. Yeah, that's true. Whereas. Kids with siblings have more time having inane, irritating, <laughs> infuriating, pointless fights with, think, uh, with other children. I will say I think Nellie is a, a little bit maybe th- a thinner skinned than your average kid. Like she takes stuff to heart maybe because she's not used to just – she doesn't have that environment where she's just constantly being needled by yeah. some fucking oh, – See, I was like that very yeah. – with terrible consequences in, yeah, that, right. in that I responded to bullying very badly. Yeah, sure. Which of course just – Increased it. Yep. And I, I worry about that with him. But then I see, I mean, God. Yeah, I, I worry about that. And yeah. that, that's hence that thing about trying to show them that the world's yeah w- without scarring them. That, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, totally. That they're not the centre of the universe well, and stuff right. like that. Well, that's right. That's yeah. right. And, um, you know, like yeah. I see people I love, very dear friends, they'll do that thing where they've got a two-year-old and the two-year-old, you know, chucks a pot plant or something, yeah. and then they'll get down on their knee and speak very calmly about why we we don't throw pot plants. It's not. It's just like he doesn't operate that way. That's not how a kid's brain functions. It's so. What do you do? Show don't tell. That's where they get mad. Comes you rub their face in the broken pot. <laughs> <laughs> the Woodhouse method. <laughs> but yeah, no. But I, I think you, you know you you show them that it's it creates further problems, not that it actually creates this lovely glowing space of love where your mum's now talking right to your face about the world. You know, like... Yeah, I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm confused about that. Yeah, sure. I know exactly what you mean. And my fear with that kind of... Because there's, there's subtle differences. There's, yeah. there's, you want to be able to respect them and yeah. where they're at in their development. Yeah. But I do agree that if you, yeah. if you just act like... The world's because the thing is the world's not going to be as kind to them. Yeah. If they do pull in front of someone in traffic, someone's going to get angry, try and shiv them through the window <laughs> with a <laughs> screwdriver. Like it's not so. But at the same time, when you're when they're angry or in a tantrum, they yeah. don't they don't can't take anything in. You want to provide. Yeah. I, I don't know where to go yeah. there. You know. I agree. It's 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 hard. It's hard. But you know, there has to be a consequence. There has to be a consequence. There has to be a real yeah. world consequence. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Um, and how? I mean, I guess how you execute that's how you going to be different, and you how know. you do it without being too, uh, without it coming from a tantrum of your own. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, it's a bit like you're talking about faking anger. <laughs> Maybe you can you can charge it up, but you don't want it to have real rage behind. Yeah, it. no, that's it. Because that's and not, that's the challenge. You know. Yeah. Because like, I can't deal with that. It's got to be limited. Know. Yeah. yeah. Like I, but you, you know, can go. I'll rage. I'll yeah. rage right there and then. Mm. But that, that, that everything in my power goes, This has, you have to shut this down now and be, and be a parent. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Not yeah, an yeah. angry combatant. That's so what, that's what shut I have. Shut it down. It. And then when they're out, then they, they go to their room or whatever's happening <laughs> or I go to my whatever. <laughs> And then I go back in. Yeah. And Do go you really? Straight, and I go. St- yeah. and I go in after a, a minute or so. Yeah. And I go. D- 
do you know what just happened? Yeah, there? totally, totally. And I don't yeah, yeah. do the yeah, Tarquin. I'm sorry for everyone who's got kids called Tarquin, but it's <laughs> the name I use yeah. for people who speak nicely to their children. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. sorry. Sorry, everyone. But, but I, yeah, I don't do the, yeah. now Tarquin, do you realise what went wrong? Like you were saying before, I just go, right, you know, yeah. but you can't. Otherwise, they know you're full of shit. That's it. And you're, and that's that's it. you're not balanced. Yeah. You that's go, right. Do you know what happened there? Do you know why? Do you know why everyone's yeah. angry at? Yeah. Well, we used to do the laundry. Same thing. Right into the laundry. You know, like, and I'd lose my temper centre to the laundry. <laughs> Tell me, you had a B Smith press? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just like this flimsy, you know, for bifold door. Go into the laundry. Think about it. And she'd cry for a little bit, and then she'd come out, and we'd have a chat about, you know, just a say, moment, just yeah. to like what. You know what what happened, and I've usually calmed down by then as well. But it's a consequence. It's a piece of theatre. You know, throwing the pot plant has nothing to do with the laundry. You know, it's just no. this symbolic, <laughs> symbolic thing, right? You, you, yeah, you just. And want- I, I knew I was in trouble the day she prepaid with the laundry. She oh. went. She <laughs> hopped in the laundry and did the naughty. <laughs> she did naughty thing later. Control. But she went into the laundry and then went and did something naughty. That's genius. <laughs> oh, that's gold. And she's in there for twenty minutes. Like fuck. Well, what's, what's she got what's planned? She got planned? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. There's this grinning Damien child in the laundry. Wow. Yeah, like it's, that's hard. And but I think if you do come back and and talk to them about it, that, I mean, it's an opportunity to be and the authenticity. Being mm, authentic mm, mm, has mm. got to be real, right? Yeah. It's got to. If if you start being inauthentic, yeah, well, they're just going to see through you too. Yeah, and it doesn't help them learn that they're not gods, like we're talking about. Yeah, you know, the 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 consequences of that action are, you know, not scary or upsetting yeah. in any way. Then why wouldn't I do it again? It's so hard to get that right yeah. though when when you're in the red. Yeah, because sure. because so so. All I can try and do is because I can't apply these measured things yeah. until I until uh, I can control myself in some yeah. way. Um, but I, I, it's it's forcing me to look at because I I've I've existed in the world in basically in almost fight flight constantly. Like my, my I feel like my entire life and my whole sense of humour is built around yeah. fuck them all. Sort yeah. Of. And, and I've definitely got a thing where if some, someone, if I see some news article like Pell, George yeah. Pell does this mm. thing or, the, or priests somewhere do this, it's very easy for me to in several moves go to all people are cunts and yeah. I hate them all. And, sure. and that's because when I was a kid I used to sit on my own and go, I fucking hate and them. And just stew on, I, yeah. I hate people yeah. and I will never trust people. Yeah. I hate them yeah. because of the bullies at school. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Oh, what, what this is reminding me that I've got that problem. Yeah. Because when I because when I go into rage with him, and he's done something which is relatively minor, I skip into that thing. He becomes the enemy. Yeah. I mean, I'm in adrenaline. Yeah. And you're suddenly seeing your child as a combatant, like, yeah. like an enemy combatant, and that's a horrible thing. Yeah. And that, that in no way is. You can't really parent from that place. You yeah. can't, you know, give them the appropriate level of consequence and yeah. stuff because you're just in me or them yeah. mode. Yeah, And so it's made me realise just how close that stuff is still to the surface. Sure. And I've got to get, I've got to get some friends. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to start going, you know, fuck. This is um, because that's another form of narcissism. Yeah. All the world's out to get me. Yeah. And yeah. I'm the only, although I don't. 
I, I think I'm deeply flawed. I know that. Yeah. It's not, it's not like I'm going, I'm, I'm better than them. Yeah. In fact, it upsets me that I'm, as, I'm just as human as everyone else. <laughs> so this, but my point, is, I suppose, is that, it, that this is all an opportunity yeah. to, to, learn, to grow myself and understand that stuff so that, I, so sure. that at, very, at, at very least yeah. I can model um, the way you can, um, de- uh, you know, work with yeah. The shitty gear yeah. you've got. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I'm very conscious of sitting here and going, I've got it all worked out and this is how you're. I'm just, this is none of my fat, big fat opinions. No. Like, yeah. you know, like, I, I think we've all been in that place of, yeah. of, of well, fury it, and anger and, and, and yeah. lack of control. I don't think that's something you should necessarily. I mean, we can all improve, of course, but mm. you shouldn't just think of that as just you, you. like we're all no, there no, yeah no, no. but but it's this invitation to sure. to, to grow yeah you know, and to you know figure some shit out well next season of hang on to your hat we'll have you back in yeah and you can uh, if you're up for it and you can i'd love uh, to this has uh, been good and we can see where see, see where, where your confidence level will go because you know what we're gonna <laughs> and do the one after and the one after <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna grab we're gonna grab little bits of what people said the time before oh shit and we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> Well, you could have told me. We're actually, we're actually. This is another open production meeting. We're making this up right now. And then we can play it back to you when she's sixteen. I'm gonna. Re- I already. Re- I already regret it. I already Bef- regret everything I've said. Before we're done, though, yeah. Can we talk about the go to the books? Sure. Yeah. 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 So call it spruiking or call yeah, it. Yeah. Hundred percent. So if bit. you can. So at the moment. Like so, there's a bit of a tricky um, uh, framework around this. Is that it's the books have moved to another publisher right as we speak. That's going on. So I hope they're still on the shelves. I'm not exactly sure where they're at in terms of distribution, but I think you can still get them. And they're called Super Moopers, and there's six of them. I'm, I've written them. I, I illustrate them, and they're written by my dear friend and old sort of performing um, uh, colleague um, Fiona Harris and also Sally Rippon who wrote the um, Billy B. Brown series and Polly and Buster. So she's very much connected and Mm. well-known and a bit of a rock star in that kind of Mm -hmm. um, kids' book world. In fact, my daughter's met a a zillion entertainers in her life and the only time she was ever starstruck was when Sally Rippon came over to visit. She was about (laughs) five maybe at the time. It's like Andy Griffiths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, totally. superstar. So so nearly once Sally left, maybe she was – it was a few years ago and and Nell was jumping up and down in the living room going, I can't believe Sally Rippon came to our house and touched one of our cups. (laughs) (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) So, um, yes, it's a a really strange kind of – Mr. Manny village of these odd kind of elfin, colourful creatures who, who have a community and each of them's got their own malfunction. So nervous Nelly is, you know, obviously too nervous and timid for, you know, that provides an issue for her in life and dramatic Dom just can't take anything in a chill way, you mm-hmm. know, and um, et cetera. And these, and these, and these characters who are like seven-year-old kids really um, live in this very odd sort of mushroom village that I've just absolutely adore drawing. Um, they're kind of these domes they live. I won't go into the details of the they're, houses, they're be- but it's They're beautiful really- illustrations. Oh, thank like, you. Like I, I was amazed that you were that accomplished and great illustrator with all the other stuff you do. You know? I, like oh, that, look, I, I, I don't know. It. You must have developed that when you were a kid a bit. I've always loved drawing. Yeah. That's kind of one of my first loves actually. Yeah. And, and and I've I've 
you know, I've had an amazing, enjoyable career mm. away, f- away from the drawing, but it's really fun to come back mm. to that now. And, and what I'm finding is a lot of the same principles apply, really. Like mm. you know, at, at its fundament, a lot of these, a lot of these art, art forms have the same kind of decision-making at the very heart of them, you know. Mm-hmm. So the time I've spent as a, you know, as a musician and as a, as a comedian and as a writer ha- ha- hasn't taken me away from the drawing so much as nourished it in a mm. different way in terms of knowing what, it, well, what it's I'm like trying to achieve. Well, my years of insane alcoholism <laughs> really helped my <laughs> playwriting. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be half the writer I am today without. So, yeah, um, yeah so they're called the Super Moopers and yeah. there's six of them out at the moment. We're working on um, putting out another two soon enough and kind of re- relaunching the series and I, I, I sure hope you can find them out there because they're very charming and they're for kind of uh, early readers. So they're for, you know, prep age, I suppose, mm. sort of six, seven. Well, actually, if you've got a younger kid, you can just read them to the kid and, and, and they're designed for that too. So um, they've got lots of little hidden details and a mm. little sense of the world that's in them so you can see other characters from other books in the backgrounds and the little community and sort of get to know that that little village and little features. And your, and your fans will be getting younger <laughs> so you can feel forever young. Well, yeah. one thing about Tripod is that our fans went away and had kids and now yeah. they're starting to come back with their kids that's too, nice. you know, which that's is lovely. lovely. That's so. the same with Missy, yeah. Yeah, totally. All, all that stuff. So, yeah. and, and, and some of them have even met each other at Tripod gigs, you know, that's that's. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. <sighs> Life goes on, no, eh? It sure it? does. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I personally feel much more hopeful now. <laughs> Not quite so, uh, yeah, terrified. Yeah, it's, it's terrifying. terrifying thing it's being terif- a father. Well, yes, and it's perfectly logical. Yeah. To be terrified. Yeah. You'd be an and idiot I, and not you know, to we, be. We, I want to do, I want to do it well. I don't want to yeah. just go to the pub. Well, I can't drink anymore, so that's why I'm <laughs> trying to be a good parent. Go Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons is, is your next yeah, addiction, yeah. my friend. <laughs> yeah. Trust me. I can feel it. I can feel it coming. <laughs> yeah. What's happening here? <laughs> yeah. Sweet. All right. Well, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks a lot, Scott. Real pleasure, guys. And we'll, we'll catch up with you again some point you down bet. the road. And I'll regret everything. Find oh, out if all your ideas work. And your podcast. <laughs> yes, perfectly good, uh, podcast. perfectly good podcast. We're on a break at the moment. We'll hopefully get it going again sometime later this month, I think. Um, it's Tripod and Andrew Pogson from the MSO, who I will also plug his other podcast, Art of the Score, if you're interested in movie music. It's Fantastic. So, yes, um, perfectly good podcast. There's two seasons of it out there. If if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably okay with the idea of middle-aged blokes sitting around and having a chat. So, yeah. And the seasons get shorter too. each year. Yeah. Like, you know, so. that Christmas episode talking about Santa, sitting on Santa's lap, I just wanted to quickly comment on that. And I can't even remember Well, you, you said, well, one of the guys, or, or you, you, you were first up to sit on Santa's lap. Oh, and, sure. And one of them gave you a shiv just in case <laughs> and I was like um, and and I remember and it reminded me of taking Sammy to see Santa at, for the first time so he's three yeah. we're at the supermarket or somewhere and there's all that commotion and yeah. all the bells and things and Santa's up there on the throne <laughs> heavily disguised and I couldn't help thinking and he wouldn't didn't want a fucking bar of it yeah. and rightly so because yeah, when, when you're an adult and you look at that it just looks like a guy who really doesn't want to be identified <laughs> doesn't it like he's got all this stuff on oh, to make yeah. sure he can't it's, it be is held bizarre. accountable it is bizarre it's a yeah. perfectly logical response yeah. to, to cry at that cry and, and at that age and pe- but, but later on they realise that that 
that people spend billions of dollars every year in December. Sure. And give the credit to that fucker. To that guy. Because <laughs> right. I might get presents. But this is what I, I frame it in. I used to frame it in D&D terms to now. I'm like, it's perfectly reasonable to be scared of an elf king bearing gifts. Totally. <laughs> don't, trust yeah. don't trust them. Don't trust them. They want something. And why is he so heavily, you know, why is he disguised so yeah, much? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. It's all Little red flags. Fact, Dan, I was, a, I was the pancake parlour Santa when I was 19. Is that oh so? And that's a, that was that's a weird great. set of circumstances maybe for another day. Weren't they Scientologists or something? The I don't know. Yeah. I just got the job. You got the job. You're 19. I just got the job. My, my, my girlfriend at the time was with the sort of children's entertainment world and the agent who was a magician with a bunny in his car. <laughs> and oh, this I think like I knew that guy. Went, oh, we need a Santa. We yeah. need a Santa. And, got and I was like 19-year-old hippie living in Geelong trying to study fashion design. <laughs> went to the op shop, bought everything red and everything with fluff on it I could find, sewed up a Santa suit. Cotton wool, it was the worst. <laughs> it was, that is great. I only lasted one day and they went, uh, can we have a different one? <laughs> but it was in sitting there was the insightful bit for me. Getting there was weird. Yeah. But actually sitting there and, and having people, very few children. Yeah. But mostly teenagers and, <laughs> oh, you know, young adults going, getting their girlfriends, go on, go on. Sit on really? Santa. Right. <laughs> oh, Tough kick for a 19 year old. It was just a weird perspective. <laughs> I, I was Santa at a kinder once at, at Missy's mother's daycare centre, kinder thing, and coming out in all that and seeing them all just – Lose it because I came out with the the, the presents. And yeah, ho ho, and ho. they all cried. And they were they were they were no, they were excited. Oh, they yeah, weren't terrified because yeah, yeah. it wasn't this being served up to this throne. <laughs> like I'm just walking out and talking to them on on their level. Yeah. But they were lead with presents. Them were, Throw them yeah. in front of you. Yeah. You could see this was going to be a memory for the rest of their life. Oh, the day sure. Santa came, it was, yeah. it was the best. It's magical. A lot of pressure. Anyway. I, we, we could go on. We, we were next, like, next time. Next we like time. that phone yeah. call where you go, yeah, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, yeah. You, you hang up. You, you must be in love. <laughs> we are in love. All right. Cool. All right. Thanks for having Thanks. <laughs> that awesome podcast was recorded at Castaway Studios in Collingwood. Here, we provide affordable, accessible, professional podcasting production facilities to the full range of podcasters, all the way from basic studio hire right through to full season production packages. You can get us on castawaycollingwood at gmail.com or just look up Castaway Studios on all the social medias.